0: What's your name? Kaylee. And how old are you? Fourteen. And why is Jesus better than anything else? Because He is perfect and He can do all things. Being a kid isn't easy. You know you're supposed to be good, and sometimes you feel like you're doing a great job. But then the next minute, you do something wrong again. That's why we need Jesus, and to remember the good news of the gospel every day. Not just the part about when Jesus came to earth, but God's rescue plan from before He even created the world and the hope of living with Him forever so that we can see through every story in the Bible why Jesus is better than anything else and why He wants you to join Him. Hey Finn, did you have a good Christmas with your family? Yeah,
1: it was pretty good, I guess.
0: You don't sound very convincing. Well,
1: Brooke got the bubble flute that she wanted. But I didn't get the light ray blaster that I wanted.
0: I'm sure that was disappointing. Did you get other gifts?
1: I did get these special pens with the gold the dark ink so I can send secret messages to Harold.
0: That sounds pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Hey, I like talking about Mary last time, but are we going to get back to those kings?
0: We sure are. So remember that the people in the northern tribes of Israel rebelled against Solomon's son Rehoboam and made Jeroboam king. But since King David's tribe, the tribe of Judah, remained faithful to Rehoboam, the kingdom was split.
1: But neither of those kings followed the one true God. Like David did.
0: Right. The two kings were at war with each other.
1: Is it going to be sad for from now on, Miss Alicia?
0: Well, today we're going to talk about two kings who ruled in the south and six kings who ruled in the north, so you can find out for yourself.
1: Oh, no. How am I going to keep them all straight?
0: It's okay if you don't remember everything about every king, because we're going to talk about some patterns the author wanted us to see and what the most important character was doing. Are you talking about God? Yep, let's
1: dive in. Even though I'm already underwater, hee
0: <laughs> After Rehoboam died, his son Abijah became king of Judah and he ruled for three years. He committed all the sins his dad had done. He didn't obey God with all his heart like King David did. Even though Abijah turned away from God, God made his son the next king and made Jerusalem strong because David had kept his commands.
1: Even though David wasn't perfect.
0: Right. He committed the sin of murder. But when God sent a prophet to tell David he'd sinned, He asked God for forgiveness and pointed his whole life back to God. Since Jeroboam was still the king in the north, God allowed Abijah to be at war with him his whole life. Though there was one battle where Abijah and the army cried out to the Lord for help, and God defeated Jeroboam because they had relied on the Lord. So why did he keep following idols after that? Well, we're always trusting in one of two things, the creator or the creation. And without God's help, our hearts are bent on trusting ourselves or something else that's created. Isn't it great that God is merciful and gracious and wants to help us know him so we can worship him instead? Definitely. When Abijah died, his son Asa became the next king. King Asa ruled for 41 years and he did what was right in the sight of the Lord like King David had done. Finally, someone who follows God. He showed his love for the one true God by getting rid of idols his people had made and didn't let his grandmother be his advisor or teach his children because she had made a pole to worship the female God Asherah. He cut down the pole and burned it, and he repaired the altar of the Lord. Lots of people from the northern tribes left their homes to follow Asa because they saw God was with him. But he didn't remove all the high places in the land. He did commit his whole life completely to God, though. Asa brought silver and gold into the Lord's temple. He made his city stronger because the kingdom had rest.
1: Like when Solomon was following God
0: and the people had rest. Right. The Lord gave him peace. When an Ethiopian army did come against him with a million men and three hundred chariots, he cried out to the Lord his God, saying, Lord, there isn't anyone like you. You help the weak against the strong. Lord our God... Help us. We trust in you. In your name we have come out to fight against this huge army. Lord, you are our God. And God defeated the Ethiopian army and they all ran away. That's so cool. He had peace and rest until the last five years of his reign when the king of Israel fought against him. Asa took the silver and gold from the temple and from his own palace and gave it to the king of Aram, who was helping the king of Israel fight Asa. Let's make a peace treaty between us, Asa said. Break your treaty with Basha, the king of Israel. Then he'll go back home. The king of Aram agreed with King Asa. He sent his army commanders against the towns of Israel. So the king of Israel went back home. God sent a prophet to tell Asa that he should have relied on the Lord instead of giving money to the king of Aram.
1: That's what I was thinking. Like when he cried for the Lord's help against the Ethiopian army.
0: Right. Since Asa depended on the king of Aram, God said Asa would have wars the rest of his life. And when he got old, Asa also got a disease in his feet. And didn't seek the Lord, but only tried to get help from doctors.
1: That's a sad way to finish his life, when
0: he did so many good things. I agree, Finn. We need to ask God for the grace to seek him all the way until our last breath, and he takes us to live with him forever. Now we're going to talk about some of the northern kings. When Jeroboam died, his son Nadab became king. But it
1: wasn't going to last long because of what God had said for Ah Shehad the prophet, right?
0: Yep. He ruled for two years and did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, living like his dad did. A man named Basha made plans against Nadab and killed him while Nadab and all the Israelites were getting ready to go to war. As soon as he became king, he killed the rest of Jeroboam's family. That's what God had said what happened. Right, because Jeroboam had caused Israel to worship idols. But God still didn't approve of all that bloodshed. It made him angry. Basha was king for 24 years, but he also did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. So he did the same sins as Jeroboam's family, who he just killed? It's sad, but true. So God sent a prophet to say to Basha, I lifted you up from the dust. I appointed you king over my people Israel. But you lived the way Jeroboam had lived. You also caused my people Israel to sin and their sins made me very angry. So I am about to destroy you, Basha, and your royal house. I will make your house like the royal house of Jeroboam. So his family would be killed too? Right. When Basha died, his son Elah became king and reigned for two years. One of Elah's men, who commanded half of his chariot drivers, made plans against Elah. His name was Zimri. He he killed Elah at a party and then killed off Basha's whole family. That's what the Lord had said would happen. Basha and Elah had worshipped worthless statues of gods. But Zimri only was king for seven days. When the Israelites heard that Zimri had murdered King Elah, they announced the commander of the army, Named Omri would be the king over Israel instead. When Zimri saw that the army was coming to capture him, he hid in his palace and set it on fire. He died because of the sins he'd committed. He had lived the way Jeroboam had lived. Half of the Israelites wanted a man named Tibni to become king, and the other half wanted Omri. But Omri's followers were stronger. So Tibni died, and Omri began to rule. Couldn't
1: they have just taken a vote?
0: Sin causes a lot of bloodshed, Finn. Omri ruled for twelve years. He bought a hill and built a city on it called Samaria. But he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. He sinned more than all the kings who had ruled before him. He lived the way Jeroboam, the son of Nabat, had lived. So he wasn't any better either. Israel made the Lord very angry. They did it by worshipping worthless statues of gods. When Omri died, his son Ahab became the next king of Israel. We're going to talk about Ahab more next week, but this week I'll tell you that he ruled for 22 years and did more evil things than any of the kings who had ruled before him. He married the king of Sidon's daughter named Jezebel and began to serve the god named Baal and worship him. He set up an altar to honor Baal and built a temple for him. Ahab also made a pole used to worship the female god named Asherah. He made the Lord very angry. Ahab did more to make him angry than all the kings of Israel had done before him.
1: Oh no, this is like a a whole new level of evil. All those other kings were compared to Jeroboam. But Ahab did even more evil than all of the other kings. Why do we have to keep ending our stories with something sad?
0: It's right to feel sad about sin. But are you forgetting the most important character in our stories today? Well, I know it's God, but
1: what's God doing? He did amazing things to rescue some of the armies. But the rest of the time, it just said he was angry. Because the kings kept worshipping idols instead of him. Why do you think the author keeps talking
0: about David? Because he was a king that didn't worship idols? That's one reason. He also promised that David's lamp wouldn't go out, meaning that he would always have someone from his family on the throne in the southern kingdom. Some of the kings followed the one true God, which made their lamps shine the truth about God brightly. But most were a tiny flicker that was only burning because of God's promise to David. That light was going to continue until the true light came into the world, in whom all things were made. His life was the light for all people. The darkness could never overcome the light. A man named John came to be a witness about that light so that all people might believe. The true light was coming into the world, but when he came... The world didn't recognize Him as the one who had created them. They didn't accept Him. But some people did accept Him and believe in His name, and He made them God's children. That's why He became a human being and made His home with us. And that's what we remember at Christmas, when Jesus came as a
1: tiny baby, born in a stable, under a sky of stars that He
0: made. He came to show us what the Father is like. None of these kings kept the law of Moses that he'd given the Israelites perfectly, but Jesus was the king who did and brought grace and truth for us and forgiveness through his blood being spilled out. No wonder
1: people were confused. This king didn't lead a conquering army, but surrendered his life to those who hated him.
0: But he showed that his light could never be blown out. Because even when he was killed on a cross and buried in a tomb, three days later he came back to life and has promised life with him forever. For everyone who turns from their sins, received, receives Jesus' forgiveness, and calls him their king and lord. I'm so glad I get
1: out Jesus is my king instead of Abijah or Armory.
0: Me too, Finn.
1: Miss Alicia, I feel kind of lucky. Y- yucky inside. I've been thinking more about not eating a light ray blaster than Jesus being the light of the whole world. Maybe those kings thought their shining gold and idols would make them
0: happy too. Finn, did you know that God's grace has just visited you? Huh? He's made you want to love his light. So what do I do? Why don't you tell him how you're feeling?
1: Okay. Jesus, I really want that light Ray blaster. But I would much rather have you. So would you change
0: my heart? Thanks for the glow in the dark pens. And for being my king. Amen. I'm so glad we get to have this time together, Finn. And that all these boys and girls get to hear God's stories, too. Yeah, me too. Why are you whispering? To your house, quiet house. Oh, Finn. <laughs> and I just wanted to say a quick thank you to Dustin Yoder for helping to keep this podcast going by becoming a Patreon supporter. If you'd like to join him, you can visit my Patreon page at patreon.com slash or follow the link in the show notes. Thanks, guys!